0: Anita, Mark Zuckerberg or Jack Dorsey?
1: Uh, Tough tough question. I would say neither, because Mark is, for me, too, like, um, it's not in alignment with my values, and Jack Dorsey is too much spiritual and, you know, like, flowy, so I'm somewhere between, like, uh, them, so, yeah. And then
0: if I then ask you uh, Bill Gates or Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs. Okay, cool. <laughs> Overtime or working on a weekend?
1: Uh, working on weekends. I prefer, for example, Saturday not to work, and on Sunday I already plan my week ahead. Works through some to emails. To be more productive, right? Yeah.
0: MBA or hustler? In terms of if you are, if if you need an uh, employee, who would you, who who would be your first choice?
1: I would say hustler. But uh, this year changed my mind. Because, because you
0: started MBA. I started
1: an MBA, <laughs> yeah. So that's so funny, yeah. Uh,
0: read the book or listen to the podcast?
1: <laughs> Hard question. I prefer reading books, but I started listening a lot of podcasts when I do chores or like something where I can save my time in terms of feeling productive, like uh, so, or Commuting or something like that. So I do both. Yeah.
0: And what would you say it's your favorite postca- podcast besides Chair, of course?
1: John Rogan. Yeah.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and your favorite book?
1: Uh, Four Steps to the Epiphany, uh, regarding the Steve Blank and How to Build Products.
0: Book before Lean Startup, right?
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. If you can choose one word. What is your biggest motivation? My family. So, uh, again, only in one word. Uh, uh, most important trait in business.
1: Resilience. Resilience cool. for sure. Yeah.
0: This is chair place where we discuss innovations. After PC and dot com revolution. Uh, Lately, we are hearing a lot about AI and how it's going to change our way of life, how it's going to change the industries, how it's going to change humanity itself. Uh, But there are some fatalistic views. If you ask a lot of people, including Elon Musk, AI is a fire that we are uh, playing with, but that can destroy us, actually. But my guess here, on the other hand, uh, suggests that AI is the um, second best thing that happened to humanity after the printing press, right? So, I have a pleasure to welcome here Anita Jovic. Uh, Anita is founder of AI Serbia, a community that gathers enthusiast and expert from AI and machine learning area. Besides this, um, she's the CEO of Anado AI, a consulting company in domains of AI strategy and transformation, um, AI readiness check, AI information, and AI business processes. So, Anita, welcome to chair. Pleasure to have you here today.
1: It's a pleasure to be here, Nemanja. Thank you once again for invitation. It's it's truly amazing to be part of the chair.
0: Uh, I'm so excited about our conversation because uh, AI is a buzzword, but it's not just a buzzword. It's it's happening all around us in all the, all domains, and it's hot topic uh, lately. So I think we are going to uh, uh, have interesting things to cover today. But I want to start first. Uh, with what I mentioned about fatalistic view of the AI. And um, I want to ask you on your perspective, of course, but again, what is realistic and what is science fiction and uh, where we are going with this? Are we in danger?
1: Thanks. It's a great question and really important one to address. And uh, I believe that uh, the view of Stephen Hawking was truly inspiring and also inspired me to, to start the community of AI in Serbia back in 2017. It's that uh, we are on the threshold of a brave new world, and that is AI. It is happening in like either we want it or not. But we are the pioneers that are going to, to shape it so i believe that every human needs to get educated around it and uh, and get included that's why we started like a. a Serbia to to educate more people on what it is and uh, it is just a tool, you know, like uh, it's, as you said, it's the most important, uh, not only just since uh, printing press, but also electricity. A lot of people also mentioned blockchain is a second electricity, AI is second electricity. But in the end, it's just the way of uh, our consensus among the humans, like what, what that technology needs to solve and what we want to let her solve. The problem is that uh, development is going much faster that, than the policies and uh, like the whole gathering and consensus in in human uh, in the human area. So I believe that uh, we need to include more people even faster because, uh, for example, not popular opinion as well, like regarding the nuke bomb like uh, it was the same policies were made after the disaster happened yeah. so that's why it's really highly important to to get the policies in place uh faster and that mm-hmm. is what eu is doing and find a balance between innovation and uh, and um safety of humanity and people so so in the end, who are creating it? it? It's humans, you know? So we need to collaborate more and to to find more the middle ground on what we want to, to allow and what we want to prevent. So
0: Yeah, and especially uh, about the speed of, of uh, development, uh, because with uh, nuclear weapons, it, it took a lot to, to, to create. Uh, and even then, we, we didn't have a time to to address it before a uh, disaster or strike happens, uh, how, however you want to name it. But with AI, is uh, it's progressing extremely fast. And uh, it's a question if we can uh, uh, address it fast enough uh, before some new disaster comes.
1: That's true. That's why a lot of... Um let's say, policy that are implemented and guidance around ethics and AI in EU and globally are kind of preventing you to do the algorithms if you are not checking some of the points that that, uh, are in some way like preventing this. But you're right, like Elon Musk also says about that and uh, even the, the smartest people on the earth are working on this problem. It's not just we talking about it or like uh, communities and engineers, etc. It's like really super like smart philosophers and also ethicists as well as lawyers are working on this. So it is uh, the progress in uh, preventing it and uh, making it safe is also fast as the, as the development not maybe as fast, but it is like uh, it is better than we did in the history before yeah
0: let's consider now on the AI Serbia. And it's an inter- interesting organization and uh, you funded it actually uh, what uh, what right did you have behind it to start AI Serbia?
1: Yeah, as I said, uh, back in 2017, I was on a Web Summit and I heard the speech of Stephen Hawking and I was like, okay, I'm not, the, the at that moment, I'm not like AI expert. I'm not uh, like experienced in this field. But what I have is resources uh, to build a pro- platform that can connect people and provide the knowledge. So education was my primary goal, like to educate as much as p- more people people as possible and to gather them, like to provide them a space where they can gather around and share thoughts and uh, share um, on what they're working on, how how they can help each other and uh, what are the, the values and, and goals that they represent. So it is like uh, a place um, where we actually gather like more approximately 1500 members at this point Cool. so back in 2017 it scaled pretty fastly as well in 6 months we gather around maybe around 500 people and in every event we have more than 100 people like participating in person now it's more shifted to the to the online community but uh, it is still ongoing and and focused on education policy as well as uh, professional networking among people
0: so education is like primary goal and uh, uh, i want to ask you what what are the benefits uh, for the people who are not in technology or connected to technology Uh, what are is there any benefits uh, for them to learn about ai
1: course yeah um, ai is part of uh, most of the iphones that you own and uh, ai is like in the end algorithms and how uh, how it uh, manages the data and software behind it so it is part of our of our, li- our lives like everyday life we want it or not so it's really beneficial to to learn about it uh, in the end it saves your time uh, you can use many tools that uh, augment your like, capacity in terms of what you can do, like in, if you want to save time or if you want to do better process management or if you want to uh, be, in the end, uh, uh, better in some, in, in some way. Uh, and in the end, I believe that if you use uh, tools that are powered by AI, you can also um, learn more about yourself and where you what is your um strengths and what is your like uh, some areas where you're not so fast as as this uh, tool so you can use it as your extension not yeah. not as ex- your replacement so that is a common misconception that uh, you will be totally replaced by, by ai Yes, a lot of jobs are going to get transformed and a lot of people will need to to, uh, pre-qualify for other jobs that are going to be created. But in in the end, I I read a lot, like, uh, I think that uh, Nikola Tesla also addressed it as a really great potential for humankind. And uh, what we lack, I think, in the nova nova nowadays society is not by tools that we use but the morality by which by which we use it you know so it's in the end about the, the humans about the people like how how do we use it like uh, you can it's <laughs> maybe it's not a good comparison but with an axe you can like create a beautiful wooden uh, like uh, table and you can do some monstrous things you know so it is how you use the tool and why you use it so it is Upon us. That's why Stephen Hawking said that we are the pioneers of this technology, and we are the ones who determine where it goes. Uh, in the best case scenario, yeah.
0: So you gave many interesting examples, and uh, I know that AI is used today in uh, economics, consulting, um, of course, and in IT. And, uh, but can you give me a couple of more examples of? Some unusual usage of AI, uh, something that is not so obvious, let's say like that.
1: Yeah, for example, in forestry, uh, there is a lot of uh, policies also in place. For example, you cannot uh, build some furniture from like, for example, from the trees uh, from Brazil in uh, Russia. Because there is some policies in between, so they use, for example, um, AI software to scan the the tree and see uh, from which area it is based on scientific knowledge, where it shows like uh, so from cool. exactly which region it is, and that's how companies save a lot of money. Because if they got the trees that are unlegally cut in their production, then they get like massive fines. So that is how they use like AI to to improve and to track if uh, trees are not uh, legally cut and uh, are from like, black markets. Yeah.
0: Let's talk about um, AI transformation. It's an uh, interesting term uh, and uh, it's connected, of course, about business needs and uh, AI um, usage in business. So uh, let's start first with uh, problems that can, AI can solve for the businesses.
1: Yes, it, it can solve a lot of problems. <laughs> depends on a use case. And uh, also, it's like more of a, a horizontal approach. People usually uh, envision it as a horizontal, like AI using it in, in specific technologies. But ad- Cherry
0: pick something. and
1: Yeah, but at this moment of time, it's truly horizontal. So, it covers a lot of use cases, a lot of industries. As I said, in forestry, in health tech, in... Uh, like uh, even getting into the prop tech at the moment, like property technologies, etc. So it's really like becoming a uh, part of every every like uh, every technology you can imagine in every use case. And um, uh, when it comes to AI transformation, I think its concept. Uh, The first time I heard about it, it's from Andrew N.G., like uh, the founder of Deep Learning AI. And uh, he's the co-founder, I think, of uh, Coursera, if I'm not uh, wrong, because there's a couple of these similar platforms. yeah. And uh, what he uh, introduced it as uh, is like a second step after the digital transformation. So digital transformation really needs to happen before you can even talk about AI transformation, because you need to have... Data sorted out and everything, you cannot like
0: digital processes. Yeah, yeah, you
1: cannot do AI transformation when you have paper still. It's like, <laughs> it's like even ridiculous to think about it. But um, uh, by McKinsey, like um, research, um, they said that any company that introduces AI transformation will double their cash flows in just like two years but anybody who avoids it is going to go 20% less like per every year so it is like a really important topic and uh, what and that's
0: f- their projection for like right now or,
1: uh, or right f- now yeah oh yeah and uh, what Andrew said is that most of the uh, organizations need two to three years to implement fully like AI transformation inside their company. And it is also a lot about process and how teams collaborate, not only like which technologies you you, you use. Yes, you will use like uh, AI tools and, and maybe building AI software inside your company. But it is more about how you structure processes inside the team and uh, which uh, team members you introduce to the, to the data team or AI team, however you're going to call it. But the first results are actually saw seen after six months. That is like the, the, the statistics that they run through.
0: And uh, do you have some examples? for Because this is happening actually right now. Some companies that, that are doing it right and some that are not doing it right. Do you have uh, some insight about that?
1: Yeah, it's it's a good question. Um, For example, maybe not doing it right is uh, if you have, um, let's say, in HR, like uh, you have a lot of uh, CVs, a lot of uh, recorded material but you don't use it properly so it's it's uh, it's really a lot of data that's like a lot of mess that you need uh, just sitting
0: there without yeah any it, usage it can insights. have a
1: tangible like use case but uh, it depends on what you want to focus what is as i said uh, a problem sometimes is in approach so they want to have everything like to be like uh, solved in, in, in like one to two years. But you need to start small because if you start, yeah, now we are going to create automated CV and uh, like uh, you come and uh, we like give you the the new version of your CV like in, in two seconds. Like it's a cool idea, but it just needs a lot of funding and a lot of research yeah, to to, 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 to Like implement in the end there is some of the tools that do that on the market but can you compete them you know do you have the right uh, process behind it do you have the right uh, data warehouse it's not only about having a lot of pile of data but also what kind of quality it is and how you can manage it properly
0: and some other uh, examples or or let's let's say traps of using AI in business Uh, can you give me some other examples on that side
1: yeah, it's when you think that you need AI, but in the end you just need maybe a really, really s- simple solution. <laughs> so yeah. a lot of people... So overdoing it, right? Yeah, overdoing it. A lot of people go there and it's like, yeah, we need machine learning, but in the end you just need uh, the the simplest tool you can find on the market that that you pay $10, you know, and, and it solves your problem. So you need, like people usually either don't understand it well and then went to it because of the hype or they just want to have that in their portfolio so they can raise more money and be more cool and have a better employer branding because they will attract more cool engineers on board, you know, because they think they will work on a really... um, cool projects, but that doesn't last long. You know, people, people are smart, so they, 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 they understood really fastly, even after like two to three interviews, if they ask like, what they're going to work on, they understand that it's more like, uh, okay, we just talk about data and AI more than doing it. Yeah.
0: And you mentioned earlier uh, about that uh, AI is going to change the workplace. It's going to change the workforce, right? How people work and, uh, uh, how people, uh, uh, people need to re-educate themselves to continue working on similar or completely some new domains. And um, uh, how is that regarding AI, uh, uh, how is that influencing implementation of AI? Because I'm sure that whenever there is a change, uh, uh, people are resisting that change.
1: That's true. It impacts a lot. For example, if you want to find a senior data engineer, it's like uh, really not not the mission impossible, but the mission challenge. <laughs> like like it's it's really the challenge mode on to find a proper like uh, person that uh, has enough knowledge and uh, has enough uh, uh, experience to to really build the 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 thing that you need, and um, it is impacting in the ways that. Uh, there is a lot of cur- courses online at the moment where you can learn like uh, the basics and uh, what uh, what how to manage data like what is ai what, to to start learning to start uh, machine learning with python or r or whatever language you want to like most of it it's python or r uh, but it is um, somebody say r not r <laughs> so yeah uh, but it is like in the end uh, i believe um, the shortages, like of uh, talent, and the really, really l- large gap between the beginners and the seniors. So some of the seniors are like, AI is not new. So like a lot of parts are based on statistics and, and some of the things that already exist and algorithmic uh, algorithms and and uh, basics of engineering. But it is not only that. And uh, when you need to like close that gap between somebody who has experience and knowledge it it it's a really huge lack of talent on the market and even if we start educating people now in 5 years still is going to be a lack of the talent in this area so it's really transforming fast similar in as in blockchain area so we lack a lot of a lot of engineers not only engineers but also ethicists a, 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 a like uh, people who can uh, do like um other stuff like uh mlops like uh the um, i don't know even content writing around it you know like uh it, it is still relatively new even it it started back in 60s but uh how it developed in the last uh and
0: it's getting wider and wider. And
1: yeah, in the last eight years, let's say it like that. It, it's really like huge. For example, back in two thousand fourteen, like the VC funds and the investors uh, invested approximately around four point two billions in AI. This quarter, like quarter three of uh, two thousand twenty one, it's uh, seventeen point eight billions just, so in four, just in a quarter.
0: More than a four times, just in a quarter, than it was a year.
1: Yeah, for example, quarter, quarter one 2020 was uh, approximately 6.3 billion, so it's three, times, three more times more than last year, so it's it's like yes. a lot of money get pumped into it and uh, this is like only money for startups uh, and in, in a corporation, like corporations, I cannot yeah. even imagine how much money yeah. is there, but a lot of people are becoming aware that the old uh, educational system cannot compete with it even if we i think that we implemented like uh, ai in our elementary schools which is quite interesting but still like we need uh, we need like as a subject uh, not maybe as a subject but maybe part of the of the of some mathematics yeah. class yes in, yeah. yes but uh, still it is uh, falling behind we need new new models uh, for example Springboard is doing really cool stuff they they're they're not uh, only doing like an AI online school but they also collaborate with uh, corporations companies etc so they have mentors like all inside the company and they work uh, exactly on the projects rather right the Way so it is really a cool model. Uh, I think there is a lot uh, other companies also also that having the similar model. But the point is to merge the education with uh, with the um, hands-on experience and most of the time hands on experience is lacking because engineers for example i have one friend uh, she went from uh, electrical engineering and from energetics and she wanted to get into the ml and ai to understand it better she went through all like like courses and everything she really did a perfect job on on learning like uh, machine learning and everything but you need to find a project and it's really hard to find the first uh, job as, yeah. as somebody who just shifted. Yeah. I
0: can imagine. And earlier you mentioned the uh, ethicist and uh, I want to touch base on that, on, okay. on ethics in the AI. Uh, how you approach this subject?
1: By collaboration, for sure. Uh, What I love the most uh, that shifted uh, in in Serbia is that we created a a coalition of NGOs and um, companies and some individuals uh, that are going to collaborate together on building the AI framework for Serbia. It will be like uh, something similar to EU, but uh, we already sent the letter to to the government uh, that we want to work together on this and and, uh, to to just um, make it happen because it's part of our AI strategy and Serbia is among like, uh, um, not a few, but a few countries in the region that had AI, they have uh, AI strategy for 2023, I think until 2023. So we are going to work on that. And I'm really proud that we move it forward in terms of to collaborate together because that is like we have uh, lawyers also like uh, uh, for open uh, data, some NGOs, and like it's really uh, moving in the right direction because if you talk about ethics you need to include like the lawyers the philosophers uh, yeah, complete, the data community. legal like legal stuff around data gdpr like a lot of uh, a lot of uh, policies and guidance for example eu they have an um, ethical ai uh, guide and as well as uh, like uh, their new new uh, framework that they uh, introduced this uh, april so it is one of the most advanced and most limiting in the in the world i think uh, that is why a lot of startups get like a little bit angry because they are like oh At we're going to yeah. yeah fall behind uh, china and, uh, and what's
0: going on in silicon valley usually America. they like uh, uh, they're always pioneers in this area uh, how is ethics uh, um, of ai uh, how they are working there on this subject.
1: It's quite interesting. I, for example, I have a, a friend that is, uh, she was like also part of uh, a Serbia meetup. Like she, she was a speaker and she's uh, a CEO of, um, it's called ethical intelligence company and they are the first to to introduce uh, ai ethics in ai magazine and frameworks etc so they are more going in the direction of ethics as a service so to have a one person that can be a consultant and understand like what are the what are the benefits and what are the risks like for for some of the projects that you can work on for example Many uh, people that build products don't think about uh, maybe a third level user. For example, if you're building an app for children and you're going to collect that data, your third, like, uh, third user or like somebody who is impacted by that app are professors and uh, and the third user, second are professors and the third are parents, you know. So they're super important as well. And people don't think about it, how they're going to be impacted as well. We, when we build products, we usually go into the, yeah, this is the roadmap, this is our end user, this is the features, but we don't think about uh, the impact and how big it can be if something goes wrong. And in the end, it is um, really important to build a good company culture from the very first start. And then you're kind of a little bit lowering that uh, that uh, probability for the mistake. As uh, the there is like a case called Hox- Hoxhagen, when they like were, um, I think in Volkswagen vehicles, they were like uh, not... Um, checking like the the air pollution properly so they set the software so it kind of cheats on yeah. the on the tests so, And in the end they had like impacted uh, Brand uh, like that. They, they needed paid, to like, solve 50
0: billion fines. And yeah,
1: like, like so they needed to solve this problem uh, with their branding for the next seven eight years to just uh, Go back to having that image that they are like environmentally friendly so so you can like with a big with li- little small thing that you didn't think about like you can have a huge and massive impact on fines and also in in uh, brand and the image of the co- culture because uh, the company sorry because in the end it's all about the trust yeah like if the users don't trust your product like you you are doomed yeah. that's
0: it you're done
1: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: so we are coming to the future part of of our conversation and uh
1: the crystal ball crystal the, ball the but, most but, exciting part of everyone. future before fut- before you
0: start talking <laughs> with the crystal ball um, i want you to tell me uh, what were the biggest ai innovations in the last 5 years let's say like that can you mention some and elaborate on some so i i, I can imagine it's a, it's pretty interesting subject
1: yeah sure i believe that Every professional will say something different, because as they said, like AI will touch upon every vertical existing by 2030. So it is depend from which industry you are. That's the most interesting maybe innovation for for that individual. But in general, they say that it is AI in mobile and phones and smartphones, like how it Accelerated like uh, the usage of uh, smartphones and how it's on the touch of our palm, like that is really astonishing. Uh, when we compare to just when the mobile phones, even smartphones get invented, so that's one. As well as um, AI in uh, IoT, so the the IoT devices. Uh, what else will I add? GPT three for sure, from OpenAI. Like uh, we also did uh, hackathon with them together like back in April um, where we gather around like uh, different individuals to to work on hackathon and uh, give them access to API of uh, OpenAI GPT-3 tool. So the use cases are tremendous. Like you can, for example, um, create a use case where you can... um, like run through the data just in a couple of seconds, for example. Instead of calling, if you are a director or hospital, instead of calling your staff and asking how many I don't know patients with uh, with a broken knee we had like 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 last year, you can ask the the tool that is built upon the the GPT three like with voice or with text, like how many patients we had, oh. and then it will answer you as a human assistant in just a couple of milliseconds. So it is going and not only like uh, telling you the data, but uh, like consciously uh, at least uh, thinking what are the most important parts and, and what they, the tool needs to elaborate on. There is also tools for, if you like collide a lot of uh, research papers together, so you don't have to read through all of them, but you just uh, uh, get the summary of uh, what is the most relevant in that uh, in that research papers. And you can, for example, if you give it to human to to read through all that paper and give you the conclusion, the tool will like give you four to five sentences and saying, hey, this is the most important part and it is oh, the most relevant. So cool. Yeah, it's really and it's like saving a lot of time for for people to it's more like operational stuff that maybe does not require a lot of like like uh let's say invested time as we need to read it and and to understand it but in the same time like human creativity and and everything uh, around it and the reasoning is also super super relevant but it is, as I said, more of augmented tool that, that provides you with more relevant data and more, like, speed to do it, you know? Uh, that one, GPT-3, they also create... Uh, the, the first usage is to create new articles. For example, if you want to write article about uh, AI in health tech, like, uh, you can use GPT-3 because they gather around, like, all that data from the internet and, and just... Uh, for example, hey, like, GPT-3 create me, like, an article about the five top uh, use cases in health tech in 2021, and you will get, the, like, the, the blog post around it. So it depends. You can, it, there is a lot of users. You can even use it to, to put all, like, um, how is that called? When you dream something. We had that on our hackathon. Like, uh, that was the idea of one Serbian lady that was there. She's a researcher, and that was the idea of her team. Uh, It's publicly available, so I can talk about it. So it's recorded and publicly published on YouTube. It is um, uh, like a dream catcher. Like, for example, if you dream about three, like you don't need to go through all this, like, uh, uh, book of uh, dreams, but also it gives you gives you a dream analysis based on psychology, like what that can potentially mean, like that particular dream, not only a tree, but hey, I dreamed a tree that is uh, in the middle of the ocean, like uh, levitating, whatever it's like some random stuff, you know, and then you get the analysis from the uh, GPT-3 tool, what that can possibly mean by by like some, some, yeah. That's cool. Psychology.
0: So So back to the uh, uh, crystal ball and future, what by your opinion, uh, what is the future of AI? Where it's leading where that is leading us as a humanity and what will bring to us?
1: It's a really hard question because I don't That's like why I
0: left it for, yeah. for the end.
1: Yeah, I don't like to <laughs> I I don't like to talk about future because as uh, there is like a job description called futurist. I think it's the mo- most coolest job ever because you just predict and <laughs> like it may happen or not. You can be a fool or you can be correct. So it is like in like 50-50 chance. But uh, I believe that um, uh, it's going to be like uh, even more part of every, every industry that we know. Like uh, we're going to be more in like totally AI-driven world, because it's going to be like a smartphone, you know? It will be like in in every area, not only in uh, um, industry that we have today, but it will be through 5G and through through like IoT, like more data will be all around us, and a lot of tools uh, are going to be built. You see it through like investments in startup that is going to be part of every tool that we use it doesn't mean in the in the end that is going to be like uh, controlled or like really Malevolous, scary yeah. yeah like like uh bad because for example there is a tool that automates uh, uh, Sales and leads and like uh, how customer journey is uh, is like how they experience. For example, if you buy some some product on on uh, um, e-commerce, for example, a T-shirt, you will get like maybe a, a better design of a T-shirt, or it will be more in alignment with uh, your own personal brand and aut- authenticity. You know, so there is like some parts that it will be included, but you, it won't be so obvious, you know, yeah. it is even the same today. And it will be more and more part of our everyday life where we don't see it as, for example, now, you don't know which kind of language is used in, in your mobile phone, you don't care, like in the smartphone, you you just want your product and, and your application that you're using to work and to work the, to, to, to do the job that it needs to be done like if you're working on finance you want to be like faster and better and to to like tell your predictions of your like home budget like where you need to cut some stuff and etc you know and you don't need to hire a separate person to do it for you now you can do it in an application so i think we're more moving in that direction that it will be even more included in our life but not so obvious, you know, to to know like, hey, this tool is AI powered. It just be another like uh, tool, another software that we use. So that, and also education is going to be huge. So it's going to do a lot of shifts on the job market for sure, because a lot of stuff. For example, you ask, what are there are the in 21st century? What are the biggest Innovation, AI, robotics, for sure. So a lot of stuff is going to be automated. Self-driving cars, if we get chips. <laughs>
0: like, if we get chips, <laughs> If yeah. we ever
1: get chips, like, yeah. Um, the GPU improvements are also, like, big parts uh, that uh, when it comes to speed and uh, infrastructure needed for AI to happen. So that yeah. was the last, As yeah. I
0: understood, there is a, 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 a... We are using so much of the AI in our... Uh, smartphones for uh, assisting us for uh, taking good photos, and it couldn't. Yes, and yeah. it's all AI powered, but it's not communicated. It's it's uh, it's there. You yeah, know, it's, it's just, even
1: if the in the simpler phones, not yeah. only like uh, this, like high end, uh, like uh, one thousand euro plus phones, but yeah. it is not also f- just flagships,
0: like but all yeah. around. Yeah, while while I was researching for for our conversation and 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 your. Uh, appearance in chair I uh, um, of course I was researching about AI but I came to term of uh, AGI and uh, can you tell me first what is the difference and uh, uh, when this AGI is going to be be achieved
1: yeah it's a concept of uh, artificial general intelligence which means that AI will achieve the consciousness and the intelligence of a human being so it will they were like overperform us so be smarter than us and more understand concepts better and processes so than humans do coming
0: to that fatalistic view of the, of the yes. ai <laughs> yeah yeah uh,
1: and some of the predictions are like most of the people uh, when they asked them maybe in, in 80s they predicted that it will happen in our time so 2020 or after 2060 but uh, current findings, it's going to happen before 2060 for sure. Most of the people say in 30s, like Elon Musk says it's already <laughs> happening. So it is like a question mark in, in terms of when, but uh, it is more sooner than later. Yeah, it, it, And it scares me as well. So uh,
0: scary... And interesting times are yeah so like
1: as as i'm always going back to him as as Stephen hawking said we are truly a pioneers like the first generation experiencing something like this and um, it is truly remarkable and uh, when we look at the history of humankind uh, when the wheel was invented even we always had a exponential growth in in innovation and now it's like three times that in only yeah. like five years so it is like a really interesting time to to live in a lot of opportunities but also a lot of question marks uh and that's why i believe it's um more important to not only think about technology, but go back to the fundamentals of philosophy and morality and uh, what are the humans, what makes human humans, and uh, also our creativity and emotional side and how we can collide that and kind of uh, merge and with di- this uh, technology. And that's a
0: differentiator, right?
1: Yes, even uh, when we go to creativity, even AI is creating pictures at the moment. Mm. So that's another innovation. And uh, it is really, as I said, uh, read as much as you can and find your place where you can contribute in terms of uh, with your human side and your um, intelligence and potential, like how you can make it uh, and keep the technology for humanity and not uh, um, to the other way around. So keep the techno- te- keep the technology as part uh, to to be there for humanity and not humanity for technology. Like so, so don't make us like extended um, part of like uh, tech and uh, forget uh, who we are as humans and what make us humans. But more make tech to to be uh, in alignment with human values and and uh, what we need to to stay humans. Yeah,
0: Nita, thank you so much for this. I enjoyed this conversation and uh, it was insightful. And I'm going to quote you on more than a few things. So. <laughs> thank
1: you. Yeah, and I want to, if you allow, to, 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 to invite people to join like the, the AI Serbia community and uh, um, visit our site, uh, ai so we are more moving to the, to the organization and uh, trying to um, help people uh, have a better education on it, to have a general education and to understand better where they can contribute and as well to help professionals and uh, bring policy and ethical standards so we can keep the development of responsible AI.
0: So you heard Anita, uh, join AI Serbia, but don't forget to subscribe here for the chair. And uh, see you next Thursday when we talk about some new innovations.
1: Thank you once again. It was a truly pleasure. Thank you.